0: You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home.
1: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
2: Good morning, everyone. I'm David Alt, and we are the Sonic Society, the world's longest-running and largest... How's it look? Uh, A a little higher. I think you can reach the top branch. Okay. Uh, Sorry. The largest showcase of modern audio drama. It's almost Christmas here, and Jack and I are decorating the Mutual Audio tree down in the ballroom on the second floor. The ceilings are high, and Jack brought in a monster of a Douglas fir tree to keep the Christmas spirit. Is this the top... Uh, yeah, you're nearly there! Oh. <clears throat> well, this week, what would the holidays be like without a look back at Sasquatch Radio's incredible Deck the Halls series? This time, it's last year's quarantine special, The Midnight Society. Emma and Jackie are bored with Netflix, or rather, Stu's version of Redbox, so the gang embarks upon a round of lie detector and a series from Christmas full called Millennial Santa. KELF, the North Pole's radio station, has been hacked by a human child. So join Sunny the Elf and Santa Claus as they give kids an exclusive look at what the North Pole is really like and continue their mission to spread Christmas cheer throughout the year. I think I've got it! Just to place the star... A-J-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A yeah, Oh dear, that looks a bit rough. Uh, well, as we are removing all of the pine needles, uh, all the Christmassy joy begins right here.
3: On the Sonic Society.
2: <sighs> yeah, I'll get the nog. The phone
0: rang three times. Ring, brrring, brrring. Uh-huh. And there was a knock
4: at the door. Boom, boom, boom. Uh Uh-huh. And then the car honked its own horn.
1: (laughs) The haunted car has a novelty horn.
0: It's a haunted limousine. Then the sunroof slid open, scow- And a figure
4: rose from the darkness, leveled its mad red eyes, and spoke, Behold, ye citizen of fate, and tremble at my visage. And
0: it was Abraham Lincoln. This is a movie you saw? It's a dream I had. Now...
1: (sighs) Deck the halls with matrimony The Midnight Society A quarantine special It's 9pm on a weekday Day uh, 12 or 13 of social distancing I forget We finished the Tiger Man documentary like 4 days ago
3: Tell a different one
1: No dreams
3: Tell The Shining that's a good one Okay. No I hate The Shining too scary (laughs) Not the way Stu tells it
0: it was the end of the sporty season at the Overlook Hotel, and the staff was busy getting ready for the big holiday talent show. But the wicked treblemakers makers had a plan to steal the routine of the East Compton Clovers. What? Jack Torrance woke up that morning and hugged his lacy white comforter and thought, If I could just master my back handspring, I'm sure I could win that gold trophy. Then I know I'll get into Vassar.
1: That's bring it on. Sort of. Wait, Pitch Perfect wasn't at Vassar, was it?
0: Are you thinking of Camp Rock?
1: No, The the Shining is about axe murdering people after you go snow crazy
3: and having a psychic son. Prince of Tides? Stu's memory for movies is like a wood chipper. It is not. Or a slot machine. (gasps) Pull the handle, sometimes you get three cherries, sometimes you get fruit salad. My mind is a bank vault! It is a street
0: sweeper! It is a steel trap!
3: I always wondered why he said his favorite movie was Apocalypse Now. (laughs) Oh, I've heard that one. It's mostly Forrest Gump and Space Jam. It does take three hours to tell it, though. Is that the director's cut?
0: Ask me any movie. I can tell you when it was made, what it was about, where I was when I saw it.
3: Tango and Cash.
0: 1989. Tom Hanks and a Dog, Fight Crime, was later spun off into the successful McRuff the Crime Dog cartoons. Billy Elliot. 1994. Stirring historical drama about the IRA starring pre-newsies Christian Bale.
3: Not even close. Newsies was 1992. No. My mom had the VHS. I watched it a million times. Escape from Alcatraz.
0: 1963! Steve McQueen, Richard Attenborough, James Stewart, a naive congressman goes to Washington to defend three prisoners of war! Mm.
1: Ah, Mm.
0: You thought you had me. I
3: told you, steel trap!
1: Jackie, you tell one.
3: I don't know any good ghost stories. Then tell a movie. Can't we just watch a movie? I'm sick of Netflix.
0: I have the Beverly Hillbillies and Barton Fink on DVD.
3: I'm not watching Barton Fink again. We could play a game. Apple Jacks. No.
0: Ticket to ride? No. No. Speed checkers. Oh, 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 oh. Which one thing is not like the other?
3: How do you play that?
0: Everyone closes their eyes. Then whoever is it moves one thing in the living room. And then you open your eyes and try to guess what it is. Anything. A book or a marble or a couch cushion. Last time me and Katie played, she swapped my Fit and Fiber cookbook with my Pumped for Protein cookbook. It took me two days to guess
1: that one.
3: Days. Ugh. Let's play truth or dare. Yes! No,
1: your dares are all nudity. Not all. Running to the mailbox in your skivvies is fun maybe like twice. In your 20s. All your dares
3: are kissing pillows. uh uh-uh. uh
0: Pillows and posters and drinking glasses and stuffed animals.
1: That was college. You were kind of going through a phase.
0: It seemed impolite to say anything.
1: I had some good dares. Remember... I dared Stu to switch marching band uniforms with me. Except for the pants. Who could tell? Or when we prank called the radio station. Do song requests count as prank calls? We got them to play Orinoco Flow in the Top Ten Countdown. Zing. Oh, shut up. It was a brilliant dare. We don't have to do dares. Truth or
3: truth? That's more boring. How about Lie Detector? Like on cops! It's called blue bloods. I mean, like, we ask questions, like we're doing truth or dare, but then we have to deduce whether you're t- telling the truth. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. 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 Have you ever done anything illegal? Yes. Yes. Lie. Lie. <gasps> it is not. Lie, 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 lie. Both of you liars.
0: I never. Exactly. Speeding. Speeding. Is illegal.
3: You know that's not the question. Uh, uh loitering. P- Pot? What was that? Pot. Pot. Pot? Pot. 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 I don't, I'm still not getting it. When have you ever? College. <gasps> you?
1: Lie. No, it's true. I was dating that guy who had his own electronica band. Is that the, uh, Canadian or the Poli major. The Canadian is the Poli Sci major. Huh. He dyed his hair black two weeks before we broke up. That was the same guy? He had two lip rings and he never changed his sweater? Oh, yeah. Ugh.
0: Salad days.
1: Canada Dry had just played a gig.
3: In the student union. Mm. And
1: we'd gone back to his friend's house. It used to be a veterinary
3: hospital. Mm -hmm.
1: And we were all squashed in on the Mm -hmm. couch, watching DVDs of The Mm -hmm. Critic and someone lit a doobie. Lie. Lie! Everybody passed it around. I stayed for two whole episodes and I definitely got a buzz.
3: You
0: accepted this offering?
3: Sure. You actually took a live for real a doobie that other people were putting their mouths on, put it to your lips, and took a hit. Uh, no.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> See? See? Lie, 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 lie. Lie, lie. Lie, <laughs> yeah. It
1: was really smoky, and I sat there and breathed in for like 45 minutes. Lie. Stu, still sticking with
3: the traffic violations? Hmm.
0: I set my bed on fire. Really?
3: Is that illegal?
0: Is it not?
3: How old? Nineteen. Was it intentional?
0: I intended to start the fire. I didn't intend to burn the bed.
3: It's true. Is this indoors or outdoors?
0: Indoors.
1: True.
3: Why would you start a fire indoors?
0: I was afraid I'd catch the grass on fire if I did it outside. True. See, I read a thing on the internet about how to make your own fire starter that you can take on camping trips from simple household cleaners. Oh, no. I was really careful. I had a pie plate and some laundry detergents, and I put aluminum foil in the bathtub. No! But nothing was happening, so I popped back to my desk to check the video and see what I'd done wrong, and I set the pie plate on the floor so I wouldn't spill.
1: No! Why did you bring the pie plate with you?
0: Next thing, boom! Scorched the paint on my ceiling and set the bedspread on fire. What did you do? Mom put it out with a fire extinguisher. We kept a lot of fire extinguishers in the house.
3: <sighs> True. True. Ha! What? Ha! It was a lie. No. I would never mess around with fire. Are you kidding me? You've been throwing old popcorn kernels in the fire all night to see if they explode. This is
0: a controlled burn.
1: But I've seen the scorch marks on your bedroom ceiling in your mom's old house, right?
0: Oh, that? that's just ghosts.
1: what? (laughs) It's like that movie
0: where the ghost communicates through rings.
1: The ring?
0: It looked like ink dropped in a glass of water. Or maybe braille, the way little white bumps would welt up under the gray. The others. The Happening. The Mist. Harry Potter. Maybe it was a ghost who dropped his inkwell when he died, just went splat, and then went right back to his figures.
1: A Christmas Carol! That sounds like mold.
0: Oh, yeah? Did the mold give me night sweats and the ghostly tingling in my hands? Yes. Oh. Oh. I guess Unsolved Mysteries is never going to return my letters.
3: We can't play this game with him. It's like playing chess with Bobby Fischer. Billy Elliot. Jackie, you haven't gone yet. Have I ever done anything illegal? True. If we're not counting moving violations, party scenarios, or accidents? Stolen. Have you ever stolen anything? Yes. (gasps) What? Your heart. Oh, Oh, come on.
1: (laughs) Real answers only, please. Fine.
3: Yes. What? When I was 11, I shoplifted a party pack of blue raspberry ring pops from the Kerr Drugs. The girls from the swim team always got them from concessions after swim meets, but they cost a whole dollar, and I never had a whole dollar, and it was embarrassing. And you always knew who could and couldn't afford them because they turned your lips purple and blue, and then all the rich kids went around pretending they had on lipstick. Lame.
0: So you stole the ring pops and pretended you bought them at
3: concessions? No, I sold them for cheaper. 75 cents. Cleaned out the whole box in 15 minutes. Next meet, I invested in warheads, ring pops, and airheads. You were 11? Yeah. Lie. True. How did 11-year-old Jackie get
0: to the drugstore to steal the ring pops?
3: My sister drove me.
0: She didn't notice the giant crinkling bulge under your shirt?
3: I had a trumpet case. Lie. And a backpack. I say true. And nope. Lie. Lie. True. Dog. Sure. <laughs> it was a very good summer for the blue raspberry. How did you get away with it? Your parents didn't even let you have a dog. They knew. What? <gasps> no. Well, they knew I sold candy. I don't think they ever questioned how I got that first bag. Little Jackie driven to a
0: life of crime. When they found
3: out... They made me put it all in a savings account. Clutching to a broken locket and a dream of a better life. (gasps) Annie, I blew it all on the senior class bus tour of Colonial Williamsburg. Lie! (laughs) (laughs) i got it.
1: Weirdest celebrity who's appeared in your dreams. Boo. Bonus points if it's a sex stream. Huh.
0: Do local
1: celebrities count? Like what, the weatherman?
0: Starbucks barista. (gasps)
3: The one who looks like Ryan Gosling.
0: Yes. No. I mean, he really looks like him. Wait, wait,
3: wait, wait, wait. Was this a dirty dream?
0: Not super. <gasps> oh!
3: Oh. <laughs>
0: I was making coffee, and he was flipping pancakes, mm-hmm. and he's, and he's, he's just tall enough that my chin fit right on his shoulder. And I exhale, and my whole body goes...
4: Oh,
1: yeah. Counts. Is this a recurring dream?
4: Nah, I wish. I woke up so
1: refreshed. Maybe if I think about that really, really hard before I go to sleep... Jeremy Arndt. What? Cloud Von Bula? Details. Nope. Whoa. Shut up. What was he wearing? What was he doing?
3: What were you doing? I'm not telling you. Oh,
1: God, if you don't tell me
3: right now this minute. I don't even like his voice. He totally creeps me out. He's got those dark eyes and dark eyebrows and everything he says has melted edges. My girl.
4: Come now, my girl Oh,
3: no! No, no, Come now, don't be afraid
4: Mr. Irons will look after you (laughs) This is way better than ghost stories My girl Stop,
3: stop, stop! Stop, stop, stop.
4: There was a knock at the door Ding dong, a doorbell Who is it? It's me, Jeremy Irons You can't escape me, for I am a Vampire, I want to suck your blood!
3: Stop! I beg you! (laughs)
4: Why are you afraid you'll have another dream? No!
3: My curse! Joey Gladstone! What?
0: Who?
1: Uncle Joey.
3: From Full House? Which one is that? The comedian? Not Danny Tanner in all his type A cleaning fetishism. Not John Stamos, Uncle Jesse at peak. Handsomeness. Dave Coulier was studly enough to get with
1: Alanis Morissette in her top 40 prime.
3: When did you have the dream? A vital question. Not part of the game. Are we talking preteen Emma? College?
0: When did Nick at Night start showing Full House?
3: They do not. Do they? They do. Sands through the
1: hourglass. Two years ago? Two years? Yes.
3: Is it a spicy dream? Recurring or no?
1: It's not recurring. It's just that. Sometimes, when I'm stressed out, like for a couple nights in a row. What
3: was stressing you out two years ago? It was
1: a nice dream, a nice little visit. He asks how my day is going.
3: (gasps) You told me about this, but you didn't tell me about this. Sometimes we make cookies or once he taught me to drive. This is the wedding night dream.
4: What? What?
3: Shut up. She calls me on her honeymoon, the most blissed out I have ever heard. What? Yeah, and this is why I didn't tell you who, because you'd make a big thing of it. I did make a big thing of it. I thought it was a dream about Trip. I even told my psychic about that dream. You have a psychic? You tell your psychic other people's dreams. People I care about, yes. she is very insightful. She said it was a sign your interior life was aligning with your exterior expectations. Huh. Do me. Your dream and your relationship with Katie means you are wholly at touch with both the dominant and passive channels of your star sign. Wow. Your external presentation as a large man has shucked you into the position of being interpreted as socially dominant, while your natural aura is more accommodating and servile. Rather than be split by these opposing forces, you've learned to utilize them like a ballroom dancer.
0: It is like you've known me for years.
1: (sighs) That's not what his dream means.
0: I don't know, that was a really smart answer.
1: Ryan Gosling, barista, smells like cinnamon buns. You ran into him once outside of Target, and then you talked about it nonstop
3: for two weeks. Oh, yeah. That could also be it. It, You remember that episode? A full house where Stephanie drove the car through the kitchen? Oh, yes. How do you get a car into the backyard of a house in San Francisco? Huh. Is this a riddle? No. Wait, their house wasn't on an alley. Springs.
0: A crane.
1: It
3: was a little car, wasn't it? You could press garlic between those houses.
0: A catapult. A magic shrinker. Oh! Trick question! A mechanic carries the pieces through the house and rebuilds it in the backyard. Didn't
1: they have a tree in the backyard too?
0: They had a golden retriever. <laughs>
1: Whose turn is it? I went. I went. Stu, your turn. To what? Ask a question.
0: Oh, okay. Uh who do you like? Lame. Ah, oh. Who do you like best in all the world? Me? Emma or Jackie?
1: What? What? No. You can't ask that. Pick something else.
0: Why not? It's my turn. I get to pick the question.
1: It's impossible to answer. Plus, I have a legally binding-like best in all the world, and it's trip.
3: Lie. You can't rank friends. It's like, uh, ranking jelly and peanut butter. You like them for different reasons, and you like them even better together. Hmm.
0: Which is how I know you like us more than you like Trip. Because we are two things and he is one thing.
1: Trip is a lot of things.
0: Lie! (laughs) Jackie, your answer? Pass. You can't pass. That's the game. Fine, Emma. (gasps) Thank you. If you're not going to take the question seriously, I'm going to put Barton Fink back on.
3: It's the peanut butter and jelly thing again. Emma's steadfast and nutritious. A little salty. Keeps you running on time.
0: And I'm sweet and wiggly and colorful.
3: Right. I don't know. Stew's too weird to be a peanut butter and store-bought jelly sandwich. Maybe roadside preserves with all the bugs and seeds still in. Or peanut butter and grilled cheese. Ew. Or wait. Stew's the corn chips you put in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Salt
0: and vinegar chips.
3: Fluffer nutter and ketchup. Who is making these awful sandwiches? Maybe I do like stew better. What?
0: Oh, thanks, Jackie. I like you best, too.
1: What? What?
0: It's just a hypothetical.
1: I'm hypothetically sitting right here. You want to pop some more popcorn, bestie?
0: I'll get the nutritional yeast, bestie.
1: Oh, what? Because you guys like ketchup and pickles, you get to be in the weirdo best friends club?
0: No, you get to be here, too.
1: Like when they put Cheetos in Chex Mix.
0: We're the Cheetos, and you're the Chex Mix.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was clear. This Mm. game is stupid. Stupid truth or lie, your lies are dumb, and your truths aren't even good. It's worse than playing Desert Island Discs. I would never ask you to choose between me and Katie, or Drinking Water, or Blue Monday. Emma. I never once mocked you for choosing Chumbo Wumba. Emma! What? Lie. Lie. Big lie.
0: Not that big.
1: Really? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, I knew that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See? It was a trick question. Clever, right?
1: You got me.
0: Can't keep up with these mind games. Twist! A twist! Knock, knock! Who's there? Another twist!
3: We bow to the master. (laughs)
1: A lesser friend would call you a jerk right now. Lucky
3: we're such good, close friends.
0: Who love each other exactly, perfectly, equally.
3: Shut up, Stu. I'm ready for another movie. What do you want to hear this time? A comedy.
0: Home Alone? Never seen it.
1: The one with the kid and the burglars at Christmas.
0: Oh, that's right. Okay. It was a dark and stormy night. Lightning strikes the old bell tower. A young Marty McFly rockets past on a skateboard covered in rocket.
1: Check the halls with matrimony. The Midnight Society. Starred Paula Deming as Emma, Keiko Agena as Jackie, and Kyle Payne as Stu. Written and directed by Ashley Quach. Sound design by Kevin Rosenquan. Sasquatch Radio is produced by Ashley Quach and Paula Deming. We're right here with you in this weird time. Stay safe. Stay inside. Call your friends. Until next time.
4: There was a knock at the door. Ding-dong, a doorbell. Who is it? It's me, Jeremy Iles. You can't escape, for I am a vampire, and I want to suck your blood! Oh, this is terrible!
3: You're listening to KEL North Pole.
5: Hello, Elves. Thanks for listening to KELF, the North Pole's premier radio station. I'm Sunny the Elf, and we have a very special guest on today's show. It's everybody's favorite Elf, the Jolly Man in Red. That's right, Santa Claus is joining us right here in our studio. Hey, Santa!
6: Hey, Sunny! It's great to be here on your morning show. The Elves really, really enjoy this. Also, Mrs. Claus does, too.
5: Oh, that's so sweet. Well, as you know, I'm not like all the other elves. I'm not really good at making toys, but I love talking with elves, so this morning show is just perfect for me. Thanks for getting up early. I know you're more of a night owl, especially when you're delivering all those presents to boys and girls on Christmas Eve.
6: Well, you know, I've been considering getting one of those driverless sleighs. I hear they're very safe. And the reindeer could really use a break.
5: Santa? Wait a second. Santa, did you hear that? Santa, is it really you? Um, who said that? Urban? Urban. Well, yes, we are here in the North Pole. I guess that's an urban area. I mean, there are thousands of elves. No,
6: I mean the child, Urban.
5: Yes, Santa, it's me. A human child? Oh, boy. Santa, a human child, has never been able to reach the North Pole. Our radio signal can barely be heard past Candy Cane Lane. Maybe we should take a commercial break. Urban, how did you
6: find me?
2: Uh, the internet?
6: Fascinating. Sunny, that's it. If Urban can hear us, that means all the children can hear us. Oh, Why, They could ask me questions and get to know me better. Not just during the Christmas season, but all
5: year long. Santa, do you really think that's a good idea? I mean, I know humans love to share everything, especially on social media. But the North Pole is a wonderful, magical, mystical place.
6: And that's exactly why we should do this. So many hearts need healing. We need to do everything we can to keep the spirit of Christmas alive.
5: Okay, let's do this. Let's spread some Christmas cheer throughout the year. Kids and adults can call or text 856-99-SANTA to leave a message right here at our radio station.
6: And we'll answer their questions.
5: That's perfect. Santa, just one more thing. Any idea how to create a Facebook page?
6: Let's ask the internet.
5: Uh, Siri, got a question for you.
6: Ho, ho,
5: ho, ho, ho. <laughs> You're listening to KELF North Pole. you found us welcome everyone to millennial santa broadcasting from kelf the north poles radio station i'm sunny the elf and here's santa claus
6: Hi Sunny, how are we doing today?
5: I'm great, Santa, and I'm super duper excited because today is our first episode, but I have to admit, I am a little bit nervous. What we do here at the North Pole has been a secret for so long, and now boys and girls can ask us whatever questions they want, but what if they don't like us? What if they think we're weird or something?
6: Oh, wow. That would never happen, Sonny. The children are really curious about what happens up here. And we've kept it secret for so long. Plus, have you seen all the questions they've sent us? Yeah. I was surprised. Some of the questions are amazing. Don't you agree?
5: Yes, and they're very thoughtful, too. Did you see that email we got from Kendra? She has a great question about the environment and going green. Kendra writes, Dear Santa, my parents just bought a green car. It's not the color green, but I guess that's just what people say when something is supposed to be better for the environment. Is your sleigh good for the environment too?
6: <laughs> Kendra, my sleigh is not green, but it is really good for the environment. It is reindeer-powered, and the reindeer actually eat natural foods. You may have seen in some of the movies out there uh, that have been in the last few years, they show jets on my sleigh. All kinds of fancy gizmos. Some of them even show uh, wings on a sleigh. There's there's no wings on a sleigh. But, you know, a, a funny story. A few years ago, uh, Elvis, he's my sidekick that rides around in the sleigh with me and does a lot of singing. He got together with some of his techie friends, the other elves, and they thought it would be really, really cool to put a, a rocket engine on the sleigh. They were going to surprise me with it because we were going out on a, on a short training run and we only had two reindeer, no toys, no heavy loads, and uh, we were going to go out for a little bit. Well, Elvis sits down there and he's got this big smile on his face and he says, you ready? And I says, yeah, let's, let's get them going. About the time I pulled the reins off and just cleared ground, all of a sudden this whole sleigh just took off like a bolt of lightning. I couldn't believe it. I almost fell out of the sleigh. I was in the back where the toys are normally, just scrambling upside down. Elvis is laughing. The reindeer are about as surprised as you can imagine. Finally, he turned this rocket or whatever he had off, and he says, well, what do you think, Santa? And I says, what do I think? I says, you almost killed me and the reindeer. We don't use rockets on sleighs. And he goes, well, we thought it might be cool for takeoffs. We were watching a video of an airplane using rocket engines to take off. And I says, that's an airplane. It doesn't have reindeer and it doesn't have Santa. I don't think it's uh, good for conservation. Plus, launching rockets here at the North Pole will do nothing but grab attention
5: green question Kendra if you have a question for Santa you can text us or you can leave us a message right here at our radio station KELF the phone number is 856-99-SANTA that's 856-997-2682 kids be sure to get your parents permission first all right bye guys bye Santa
6: bye now and remember let's keep the spirit of Christmas in our hearts throughout the year.
5: (laughs) Millennial Santa is a proud member of Parents on Demand, a network of high-quality podcasts for families just like yours. Download our free network app on Apple and Android and listen to your favorite episodes on the go, just like Santa. (laughs) You're listening to KELS. North Pole. (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to Millennial Santa. We are broadcasting from KELF, the North Pole's radio station. I'm Sunny the Elf, and here's Santa Claus.
6: Hello, Sunny. How are you today?
5: <laughs> I'm good, Santa. We got our first episode done yesterday. Kind of got my sea legs now. I'm ready for the second. Let's do this. Well,
6: great. I knew you were a little skeptical about that.
5: Yeah, I just didn't know what to expect with the kids, but they've been so nice, and it's so good to hear from them.
6: It is. I also heard from some of the other elves because they were listening to the other show. Yeah. And they were telling us it was so nice to hear the questions from the children.
5: Yes. And we have another question today. This one comes from Jackson, and it's our first text message. Woohoo! Jackson writes Dear Santa, I have a brother and a sister, and my mom is going to have another baby in December, right around Christmas time, which got me thinking do you and Mrs. Claus have any kids?
6: Well, Jackson, I want to thank you for that interesting question. And I also want to congratulate you on your new brother or sister. Mrs. Claus and I have three sons. Our children do not have Claus as a last name. So don't try Googling them because they do like their privacy. They all have different and varied professions. I am very proud of my sons. And family is very, very important to me. My oldest son and I uh really enjoy bicycle riding well used to i don't do a whole lot of bicycle riding anymore and i don't have a lot of time for it but we used to really enjoy bicycle riding my middle son and i used to really enjoy traveling we would we would uh jump in our van we had an old volkswagen van and we used to jump in that volkswagen van and just travel all over it was so much fun and then my youngest, he's a moviegoer. He loves movies. And uh, so we used to to go to all the grand opening of the movies and the movie theaters. And uh, that was when we'd spend our quality time together. Once in a while, they'll uh, come up and visit us here at the North Pole. Not very often, and it's usually in the off season. They like to kind of see what, what their dad does for <laughs> his life. I hope that answers your question, Jackson.
5: Oh, Jackson, a new baby. That's so exciting. If you're listening to our show and you guys have a question for Santa Claus, we would love to hear it. You can call us right here at the radio station. You can also text us just like Jackson did. The number is 856-99-SANTA. That's 856-997-2682. Kids, be sure to get your parents' permission first. We don't want you to get in trouble, especially with Christmas right around the corner, right? All right. Bye now. Bye, Santa. (laughs) Ho, ho,
6: ho. Bye now, and remember, let's keep the spirit of Christmas in our hearts throughout the year.
5: Millennial Santa is a proud member of Parents on Demand, a network of high-quality podcasts for families just like yours. Download our free network app on Apple and Android and listen to your favorite episodes on the go, just like Santa. (laughs) You're listening to KELF, North Pole. Yay, you came back. That's so awesome. Hey, everyone. This is Millennial Santa, and we are broadcasting from KELF, the North Pole's premier radio station, started by yours truly. I'm Sunny the Elf, and here's Santa Claus. (laughs)
6: Ho, ho, ho. Hello, Sunny. How are you doing (laughs) today?
5: I am on a roll, Santa, and I have to thank you. You really what you're doing up here at the North Pole because you let me start this radio station and it has been so much fun and I am learning new things every day. I'm not stuck in the toy factory. I'm able to be myself, be who I truly am, and I'm just having so much fun. And things are crazy busy. Are things busy at the workshop yet?
6: Well, Sunny, I know you spend a lot of time here at the radio station. And you're inside all day, but things are a bustle out there around the North Pole. We brought all the reindeer back, and we brought them up from the North Slope where they've been grazing all uh, summer. And so now they're up here in the barn, so we got to exercise them every day, make sure they're in good shape, work some of that uh, summer excess grazing (laughs) off of them
5: yeah i know that extra grazing on candy canes need to work some of that (laughs) off too
6: so uh yes things are getting busy up here the elves are wrapping up they got most of the toys made we're doing really good we're right on top of it uh I have no complaints.
5: Good. Well, I know things are getting really busy down below on the continents where all the boys and girls are, too. We got Thanksgiving coming up and then Black Friday, which leads us into today's question. And it comes from Chloe. Chloe writes, hey, Santa, this may seem like a strange question, but here goes. Is there more than one Santa? There seems to be a lot of you out and about the closer we get to Christmas.
6: Thank you, Chloe. I know I've been asked this question many, many times. And uh, I know this can be very confusing to all of you. We'll kind of give you a little history. Back around 50 years ago, back in the 60s, do you realize that there was only 1 billion children in the world? That's throughout the whole world. And at that time, it was easier, a lot easier for me to get around. Today, there are almost 2 billion We've doubled the population of children in the world. It's getting more and more difficult for me to get out there and spend some time with these children, especially around the Christmas time. So we've looked for men with the Christmas spirit in their hearts. When we find these men, we'll talk to them, and I recruit them. And we recruit these men, and we give them the title Santa. But you'll know, you'll know that these men are the ones that I've given the title to, because they'll be the ones that'll have the twinkle in their eye and the love in their heart. If you've been listening to some of our interviews in the past, you will realize that Mrs. Claus and I do leave the North Pole uh, throughout the year at different times, usually not during the busy times. The elves would not let me loose. But uh, we usually will go down and visit our family who live amongst you. When Mrs. Claus and I go down, we don't dress like Mrs. Claus. And Santa. So this happened this last week. We were coming down to have, spend some time with my son. And uh, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. C. wanted to stop and get breakfast. So we stopped at a little diner. And we came in to sit down and have breakfast. And uh, a few minutes later, this uh, mother and her little daughter come walking in and sat down. And the daughter, about four years old, looked over and looked at me. Now, in this little breakfast restaurant that we went to, there was probably 25 or 30 grown men, grandpa types, older like me, I should say, and uh, they all had beards. A lot of them had beards. Some of them were darker than mine. Some were just as white as mine is. Some were shorter. But uh, this little girl looked across at me and saw that I was Santa, Somewhere she knew who Santa was out of all the other people in there. Well, it just warmed my heart because she was able to recognize me. Her mother didn't recognize me. A lot of other people in the restaurant never recognized me. She was a true believer, and she recognized who I was.
5: Oh, Santa, I love that story every time you tell it. See, Chloe, sometimes all you have to do is believe. If you have a question for Santa, we would love to hear it. You can call or text us right here at the radio station, KELF. The number is 856-99-SANTA. That's 856-997-2682 kids, be sure to get your parents' permission first. All right, bye guys. Bye, Santa.
6: Bye now, and remember, let's keep the spirit of Christmas in our hearts throughout the year.
5: (laughs) Millennial Santa is a proud member of Parents on Demand, a network of high quality podcasts for families just like yours. Download our free network app on Apple and Android and listen to your favorite episodes on the go. Just like Santa.
2: And that's this week's show. Check out all show notes on SonicSociety.org for both Deck the Halls and Millennial Santa. Join us next week as we continue with some more holiday joy. Until then, I'm David Alt. And I need some hot chocolate. Uh, Jack Ward. You are Jack Ward. Is that my name? Sounds like an action hero. Yes, Jack. Your name is an action hero. Most action heroes fall off of ladders putting up Christmas stars. I rock! Yes, Jack. Yes, you do. The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. If you produce audio dramas, it obviously isn't to become rich and famous. You love the medium and you want to share your passion for theater of the mind.